man. This is going to be a salty episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley's in a mood, guys. I am. It's Monday, and people are bothering me today. (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. I need to just get my brain into this and then i will be much happier into the ek bubble seriously we've been out of it for a couple weeks though i know when i I sat down to watch this last night i was like dang it's been over two weeks because we filmed the two in a row yeah and then we still we still filmed the following week just to be way ahead right i was like that was like on the 12th and today's what the 20 no the 30th so it's like Mm -hmm. almost three weeks since we've actually watched and recorded an episode i mean You've been busy with the beginning of the school year. I was yeah. gone for a week, like so. Yeah, it was good that we did that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like glad to be back. I was like, oh, I actually really missed this. Like, especially watching the opening scene. Like, just watching the two of them. Yes, I was like, oh man, I've missed John and <laughs> so much. So, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Oh, I told you this already on Saturday, but I just wanted to share because I just think it's funny that. I went to start catching up on some of my American shows, you guys, because a lot of them have season premieres that have happened in the last couple weeks. And I turned on like three different ones and had to stop them within the first few minutes because I realized I don't even remember the last episode I watched from the previous season. So I had no idea what the heck was going on in any of them because I've just been watching Turkish television. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Well, guess I'm not restarting any of my American shows. And uh, last night, Ashley and I were talking to, I was texting her because my husband was, (laughs) my husband asked me for help very last minute with something that I offered to help him with like a week ago. But of course, he waited until like 10 o'clock at night before, the night before he needed it done. As they do. (laughs) Which we got done, like it was fine. But that led to us talking about how... You know, we'll be like, hey, let me know when you're out of, you know, X, Y, or Z, or when you're close to being out of it, and I'll replace it mm-hmm. next time I'm at Target or whatever, and how they still don't do that. And <laughs> so I was talking about how boys are gross because, like, when my husband's, like, toothbrush or whatever is, like, all j- jacked, he'll use mine. Oh, <laughs> And I'm like, ew, no. Just, yeah. No. I'm sorry. I love you. Yeah. And it's not the same as kissing you no, or anything it's not. else. So it's just gross. You're not digging your tongue between his teeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so true. So Excuse me out so bad. Oh, my so gosh. I now have a Quip subscription. So we get toothbrush heads brand new delivered every three months with the batteries. to. So there's no excuse <laughs> for it ever. We'll always have current brush heads yeah with working batteries yeah no like fine borrow my deodorant every now and again even though that's gross too borrow my razor if you need to but toothbrush is where i cross the line yeah anyways that would be yeah never mind (laughs) (laughs) these are just all the thoughts that were on my mind (laughs) i was like i'm gonna share them with everyone tomorrow (laughs) On the podcast. Well, and then we were talking about how John is probably just as gross. Yes. And that's what that's right. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I we were texting last night. And so <laughs> I told her, I said, well, when I think about it, though, I bet John is just as gross. And I bet Demet has to deal with him 
using her toothbrush. Yeah, because he's a boy and boys are gross. They are. I'm sorry. Boys, you you nasty. Yep. We love you, but... (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Anyhow. Yeah. It just... It was a good reminder that John's human. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Never mind. We're not going to... Nope. (laughs) Sorry. It's not podcast appropriate. Yeah. Sorry. We'll just leave it at boys are gross. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, our... What was our question of the week? It was about JJ, right? Yes, favorite JJ moment, right? Yes, and we got a lot of good responses. Did I even post our Instagram for episode 24? No. Oh, well, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Work is killing me right now. Yeah, like, it's all right. That, uh, yeah, I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm being a slacker with the podcast. That's well, like my one job. Although well, I did have you, to edit. Yeah, you did all the editing for the last two episodes because yeah. I was out of the state. So it was honestly fine yeah and instagram is one is not really as active as twitter and i feel like yeah we got all that information maybe on i'll just and stuff, throw so. up a couple things before we release yeah. 25 so yep that way there's at least something yeah there just won't be full screenshots maybe i'll just i don't know <laughs> yeah just do like the just do the initial cover photo yeah that we always do with yeah just the little that's board. what i should have done in the first place but, but i honestly fine. completely forgot about it yeah it's all right hey you got the episodes out on time and that's what's important yeah so. yeah um, got it out to you guys to listen to so that's right you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the responses aren't really ones we can share because most people replied with like a gif or a video yeah. clip but they replied with some good ones yes you know? of course like the episode 13 where JJ runs crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. the backyard at John's and mm-hmm. jumps into the pool. A classic. A classic. <laughs> uh, someone else posted the one where he's putting the the Instagram filters on Emray when they're spying <laughs> on him. <laughs> that one is really good one yes i know that a couple of people said when they fight too yes anytime they fight yeah because it's just funny so funny it's just funny yeah they're so such siblings some really good jj moments yeah so thanks you guys um yeah i feel like out of, i feel not out of sorts but it just has been so dang long yeah i just feel like there's things we're missing um even though you guys won't be hearing this for two days so by the time you hear it our contest will have ended yep so I don't know when we will officially announce the winners. Maybe. I believe because we're doing it on Rafflecopter, mm-hmm. um, I think it'll just pick oh, good. the five. It'll randomly pick five winners People. for us and then the, it'll, they'll get emailed. Oh. Yeah. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, then uh, hopefully by now anyone who has won has checked their emails. And yeah. Check your spam. Check your Yeah. Check your spam <laughs> folders. Make sure uh, you didn't miss out on uh, the fact that you won so that way we can – Yep. Get your goodies mailed out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, and thanks to everyone who um, entered and shared. And we've gotten a handful of new, very sweet reviews on yes. Apple. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, you guys are the best. Yeah. <sighs> we just love, yeah, we love doing this. So mm-hmm. it's it's fun. Uh, Jason asked me the other day, he's like, what are you and Ashley going to do um, after – after you finish like these episodes uh-huh it's like what's the podcast gonna be about after that and i was like well probably another show like if, yeah you know we'll either another show or i jokingly told him i said or maybe we'll start maybe we'll turn it into a podcast about romance books <laughs> he goes 
He's like, actually, he's like, you guys would probably do really well at that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like totally trying to joke with him. Yeah. He gives me a hard time about it. But he was like, yeah, I think you guys would probably do really well with that. And I was like, oh, how nice. (laughs) Anyhow. Um, Yeah, I guess we can dive right in. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, the hashtag for volume 25 was Onunla Mutluyum. Gosh, I probably butchered that so badly. But basically, it's the literal translation was I am happy with it. But I think it's because I think it's supposed to mean I am happy with him or I am happy with her. Okay. But because their pronouns don't have gender, I think it just translated as right. But I'm pretty sure it it was meant to say like I'm happy with him or I'm Mm -hmm. happy with her. And uh, summary is John proves his love for Sanem by quasi proposing marriage amongst all the chaos and rumors. Sanem is happy and elated by his commitment to her but doesn't want him feeling pressure. John also announces their relationship to the agency the way he's wanted to since the very beginning, giving giving Duran the shock of her life. Even though, like, really, Duran, are you really this shocked? Like, come on. Yeah. You've suspected all this time. Oh, yeah. But it hits her pretty hard. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Fikri Harika is about to take on the job of a large cosmetic company, but Fabri's involvement with the agency could prove to be a roadblock. John and Fabri will once again face and share their trump card. That was the literal translation. Oh. I'm I'm not sure what that was supposed to be. Yeah, that's interesting. But they're going to share a trump card. So that's that. Uh, Opening scene. We're back on. We pick up where we left off on the Cursed Rocks where we get a proposal-ish type thing where John's basically like, well, if marriage is what it's going to take then let's get married like i'm committed to you and if this is gonna squash rumors and you know make your family happy and all this this is already something that i want for us so let's just get married mm-hmm. and son m it's funny because you know she's like she's totally um shocked like that's not what she was expecting him to say and she's like no no like that's not what i meant like right. but she's happy you can tell she's like really happy that that's what he said but also like, no, I wasn't trying to like push you into that or pressure you. And he's like, I don't feel pressure. I feel pressure when you're not with me. And it's just a really sweet, it's just a really sweet moment. And, you know, he basically says like, I'll do whatever it takes to have you by my side. So she's all happy. They're cute. And they walk off. They're in a good place. Yes. And then we switch over to heartbroken Layla and sweet baby Osman who just wants to cheer her up. But yeah. She doesn't deserve it if you ask me. Yeah. I mean I mean I feel bad for her cuz Emery, you know, yes. did her wrong. Yes. But I still don't think she's deserving of Osman's efforts basically. Yeah, I mean he is being very sweet to her. Yeah. Um he's like going to take her for a walk on the coast and yeah. Yeah. I don't this whole episode and everything with Osman, it gets cringy at the I end. I have issues. Mm-hmm. This is this feels like the beginning of the end to yes. me. It, of of, I I guess I can blame Osley. Mm-hmm. You for absolutely can basically ruining him. Yeah, and this was the beginning of it. Oh, completely. This is like, this was the peak of mm-hmm. like here we go, and it's just completely downhill from here. Yeah, I mean the last several episodes we've been like frustrated because it's like okay he still hung up on her even though we closed this door several episodes ago right 
And I mean, there's so much more you can do with his character. Yeah. Why is this what we're having Mm -hmm. to revert to or to make the main thing for him specifically? He's he's such a great character. And now he's doing these shows. Like, why can't you take it in that direction? Well, and this would have been a great opportunity to maybe start something with him and Duran because that seed Mm -hmm. was planted. And maybe for Layla to be like, Oh man, like maybe her eyes be open to like what she missed out on. Sure. Like what an idiot I am. Look at this great guy. And maybe she's the one suffering a little bit having to watch him. Yep. You know, be happy with someone else when she had the plenty of opportunity yep. to be with him and realizing like I made a terrible choice. Yeah. And in, he's a oh, great guy. And yeah. what and, was I thinking? Yeah. And I took him for granted. Yep. And maybe they don't even you know, maybe that's not even pursued. You know, maybe he's just happy with whoever, yes, with Duran, or maybe they introduce a new character who's a co-star or absolutely. whatever. Um, but it just, I, I'm still very unhappy with the direction mm-hmm. that this all took. Yeah. And seeing it, seeing the start of it in this episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, you, I hate like, I already hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I already hate it so well, much. Well, yeah. I remember watching this one live and everyone just being like what is he doing yep like what in the world because it's just why it's just it's pathetic yep it's just super pathetic yep and that's not the osman that we know and love no it's not honestly because he took a stand for himself that's right and he was like he laid it out all on the table and was like i'm okay with it it's Mm -hmm. i understand and i hope that you're happy and then now and now moving on he's not Mm mm-hmm so yeah hashtag not my osman yeah that's right (laughs) mine either but i will say in this scene his beard was so perfectly scruffy it it really (laughs) is he looks great in this whole episode does he is just super he's like the perfect mix of like manly and adorable he is like not just baby face cute but like yep more manly yeah and i don't know why but that jacket with the fur around the hood Uh uh-huh like i know what is that? I know. There's nothing even attractive about a fur lined jacket, but I know. him wearing but he pulls it, it off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Totally. It just looks so good. Yep. Anyhow. So I'm sure we'll get more into that later yes. because there's a whole scene mm-hmm. um, and I have screenshots. So <laughs> yeah, I'll let you pick the lead on that when we get there. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. Next, what do we have? So we go back to Sun M and John yes. in the car now. And Driving her, to work. Her and her voice is haunting her a little bit. And she's <laughs> second guessing herself. And then she is again telling him not to feel pressured, which obviously she's feeling a little um, guilty, maybe? Insecure, probably. Oh, insecure is probably a better word. And um, thinking that, you know there's still maybe a part of him that's only doing this because she brought it up right mm-hmm. but again he makes it very clear um that he wants to marry her mm-hmm. so and then they work in the little thing about his eye surgery yes because <laughs> poor john yaman really did have to have all that done yeah i just thought that was kind of funny that they added it to the well it was the smart dialogue. because probably fans were either concerned or you know if they're not stalker fans which I mean, I don't know if that's a thing. Can you be an EK fan and not be a stalker fan? Probably not. But in case there were ones who are not. my mother-in-law is a fairly casual fan. Mm -hmm. She enjoys the show but isn't like all into their Yeah, and I was a little bit like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) 
So I just assumed maybe it was for people like her who like aren't digging into their personal life every day on the internet. Who like were probably the rest like, of us. Right. Because there were probably people thinking like, why are they sticking him in these glasses? So it was a good way to explain what's actually going on. Yeah. And why true. they had to implement it into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. I know. But we're it's done. cute because then Sun M's like, oh, well, I'll support you. And she like pulls out a matching pair of sunglasses yes. and like puts them on. Yeah. That was pretty cute. Yes. Um, so Eileen checks in on Emre to make sure that lame is over um, because she has – she's got him by the, you know. Uh, <laughs> and sure enough, yes, he's like, yes, Eileen, I broke up with her. Get off my back. Because he has no backbone. Yeah, which is proven later on yet again. Continually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This episode – ooh, if I could have reached through my screen and strangled Emre, I would have. Yeah, you know, I think this was – I think this was the point in the show where I – when we were live watching, I was starting to like, okay, Emre's trying to change and he's this, but now he's being backed into a corner and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ugh, what was I thinking? He's right? so stupid in this whole entire yeah. episode. Major idiot. Like, he does not leave her alone even no. though, like, he's the one who ended things with yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. And so super mixed signal because it's like, well, if you just need to be around me, why did you break up with me? Yep. And then obviously we'll get there in more detail. But stupid him trusts Eileen again to take care of something for him. And I'm like, you freaking moron. He's an idiot. He is an idiot. He's an idiot. I actually wrote he's a special brand of stupid. Yes. Amen, sister. (laughs) Yeah. I think I even muttered idiot while I was was watching. In your Dwight Schrute voice. In my Dwight Schrute voice. He deserves because it. Because no one says idiot like Dwight Schrute. Nobody does. And it Ugh. truly conveys how idiot It does. Mm-hmm. It really does. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But happier things. We yes. get a double babe walk into the agency. Yeah. Because John's like, nope, enough's enough. Yep. They get into the doors and Sonam's kind of like, okay, what are we going to do? Because we told them this and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And he's like, nope, your mom knows now. Grabs her hand. He says, I'm sick of it already. We have nothing to hide. Yes. Grabs her hand all possessively. And they just march on through the agency. Yep. And, and all I could think of was that, you know, that gif of Oprah with her arms up in the air. And yeah. She's going, ah! <laughs> That's the exact feeling you yep, get when you it finally is. see that happen. Yep. <laughs> and the truth is out there. And uh, everybody knows. Yep. John. And he yep. says, the gossips are true. <laughs> I know. I love that. The gossips are true. Arkadashwar. <laughs> and I, again... My love for JJ is ex- blown up exponentially because he's so happy for them. He's so happy. He's so happy for his friends. Well, he's probably so happy for himself not having to keep a secret too. True. But True. but even later on, Ghoulies makes a comment like, fine, whatever, just uh, support Sanem and everything. And he's like, he basically says, yeah, I will. Exactly. And I, um, I just appreciate him so much. I do too. Yeah, I wrote, John confirms, Duren cries, JJ rejoices. Yep. <laughs> JJ is comforting Duran. He's, he's like, like Neren, Beren, Neren. <laughs> and she's like, and they it take her hurts, to the coffee. JJ. And he's like, where? And she's like, everywhere. And he's like, oh, everywhere. There's no cure for that. Oh, major depression. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's just bring the coffee pot directly to her mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they're they're trying to take care of poor sad Duran. Yes. Um. Okay, mm-hmm. we never get 
I don't remember if we ever really get um, a reason behind this next scene. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, half of it is very cute, but then we have the broken stones. Yes. So I kind of noticed throughout this whole episode that the editing felt kind of choppy for yes. this episode. Like, we flash back and forth between, th- like, between different places. Uh-huh. Very rapidly. Like, you'll get, like, 10 seconds in you know one scene and then all of a sudden we're back in the office and it's like well why did we even do that like so a lot of this felt really choppy yeah it i agree well and even this first portion of the mm-hmm. episode they're at work for seemingly 10 minutes yeah. and then they leave for the day yeah it's really weird it's very weird and that happens again mm-hmm. like the next day i think it's yeah their, their work day it's just funny that mm-hmm. this has happened many times where the or Kenji Kush workday or the Fikri Harika workday uh-huh. is either, you know, an hour. Or yeah, it's, it's either the whole episode hours. or, yeah, yeah, it's the whole episode or it's like three days or where they the work happens in. in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. It just was really weird. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they, they're really cute because they go into his office. Yes. And he's like, see, that was easy. And he like twirls her. Uh-huh. And she's kind of still in shock. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like, like, I you can't. Just, you just told them we're together. Yeah, I can't believe it. And he says, of course I told them that we're together just like that. For a long time, I was waiting to tell them. <laughs> I was waiting for this, <laughs> which is really cute. Super cute. And um, he says, the great John DeVee, why would he be afraid? Of course. And if you'd like to see, like, by yelling and shouting to them, <laughs> he goes to open his door. Like he's going to scream and uh-huh. shout it again. Which, again, I swear, everything reminds me of The Office. I, all I think of is when Michael he declares when he's like, I, I love this oh. woman! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was just thinking about John doing something like that, and that would be hilarious. Anyway, so Sanem is embarrassed, and she's like, oh, you're crazy. Um, and he says, it's true that you're making me go crazy, and he gives her a big wolf sniff i know well he's like pressed her up against the door uh-huh. at this point, right like yes. holy crap <laughs> she's like like, <laughs> like john goes, john bay john bay because <laughs> his entire office is glass and he's just like got he could not he's just like a single f about it nope he's he, like towering over her yep. and like all up in her he's personal like they space. know so who cares <laughs> Oh, man. So funny. Oh, man. Well, and so she's like, I'm going to go back to my desk, right? Yes. Yeah. So she says, let's get to work already. Let's do our job. And so he says, you may be right, uh, Miss Sunem. Let's get your desk here. So I think he wanted her to work in his office mm-hmm. with him. So, um, yeah, he says, now that I think about it, maybe you can move in here. Like, there will be a radical rise in your creativity. <laughs> and... You'll be in a distance that I can reach you anytime. I mean, if there's anything important or urgent, I can have the chance to ask you about it faster. And she says, yes. I love this part. She says, you can take advantage of me. <laughs> and she catches herself. I mean, you can take advantage of my ideas and imagination. Yes. <laughs> and he's got this smile on his uh-huh. face. <laughs> I love it because... She never says stuff like that. It's always him insinuating, like, right? You know, when they first get back together, and he's like, "Well, I thought we could go to my place and maybe uh-huh. sleep together, and I would this and I would that." 
And she's like, yeah. what? She's like scandalized. But then yes. she's like, you can take advantage of me. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So she goes over to set up an area. Um, and she drops the stones and oh, they crack. Oh, okay. Because ex- she's messing with his desk and they get knocked off of that's the desk. That's because she was clearing a space for herself. Yes. Work. Okay. And then she kind of panics yeah. because she knows what they mean to him. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't really understand. It. I'm assuming this is supposed to be symbolic. Mm-hmm. But what is it supposed to be symbolic of? Is it supposed to be some some sort of fracture in their relationship is it supposed to mean something about her because she's the one who sees the good in him because we flash back to that scene where they're out in the forest sitting together and he tells her the story Mm -hmm. you know that they're moonstones the dark side that nobody sees and the light side that only the people who love you can appreciate so it's the light stone that cracks right so that doesn't seem to be a very good omen right in my opinion i agree well, and I'm trying to remember it because, of course, people were freaking out about it. Yes. And I'm pretty sure there was someone who tweeted that it's supposed to mean as far as, like, it's not that bad. It's it's meant to be, like, they've served their purpose mm-hmm. because, like, they've been dropped a bunch of times and, like, never broken. And John makes that comment, too. Mm-hmm. And so when it does, it's kind of like, well, it's – it's completed its purpose in your life type of a thing. Hmm. And okay. that's just that. Which, that doesn't sound so bad. No. Um, but I don't know if that's really the myth or info behind it. Right. Or what. Because, yeah, it does seem – because it wasn't the bad one that broke. Right. It was like, It was the, the good, good one. one. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and if I'm remembering correctly, we don't really ever get an answer to that. No, I mean, John kind of makes his own answer in a future episode, like, yeah, and explains, you know, that basically, well, you're my light now. I don't need the moonstone. So maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, maybe the whole purpose was just for him to come to that conclusion. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know. Part of me, too, is like the, the um, pessimistic side of me is like, Osley's just getting rid of something that Aisha... <laughs> Like, made a huge running theme, like... Right. You know? Well, and and that's why I was kind of... <laughs> I assumed it was meant to be symbolic of something. Mm-hmm. Because though Aisha is the queen of symbolism... Yes. In my opinion, Osley has had her own kinds of similar... Right. Uh, veins, I guess, mm-hmm. in in the storyline that she has introduced, right? Which have been very nice, right? And you know, poetry and that kind of a thing, and like the amber necklace, and yeah. sure, yes. So that's what I'm. That was my assumption, mm-hmm. but it breaking felt like a bad thing. Yeah, it didn't feel like oh, we're just ready for the next step in our relationship. Right. It felt like, oh, Sanem is the one who broke the stones. Right. And now they're broken and it was the good stone that broke. Right. It just doesn't seem good to me. Yeah. So I, well, I don't know. yeah. And honestly, and maybe this is just us making connections that aren't there and giving Osley too much credit. But, you know, in the next several episodes – Sanem doesn't make very good choices. Right. That, yeah. you know, does lead to some fracturing. Mm-hmm. So, but so I don't maybe. know if that's supposed to tie into that. Right. Or if I'm just making a connection there because I I want there to be one, right. you know. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. What do you guys think? It is interesting. Yeah. That's a, that is actually my question oh, of the week. Okay. Yeah. That's um, a good one. Because I, I don't remember people really going into detail as far as discussion of it. Mm-hmm. And now that the show has concluded, you know. Yeah. And we've seen how everything has played out. It just makes me curious yeah. if other people are kind of wondering about the symbolism and to me it feels very symbolic so right. I, uh, my automatic assumption is to say okay so then what is the symbolism right so that's all, all right. so yeah tell us what you guys think um it maybe we're forgetting something that did get discussed very or revealed possible. it's <laughs> very possible like we had talked about last week we've both <laughs> for whatever reason the next 10 episodes or so are kind of blurred yes um it's like for- watching them for the first time yeah. With a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, going back through this episode, I was kind of remembering, oh, yeah, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. But again, if you had told me, oh, episode 25, what happened? I couldn't tell you. Nope. The rest of them before this, I could pretty much give you at least a basic summary. Sure. Or, oh, that big thing happened in that episode. Yep. Other than the opening scene, I would not have been able to tell you much about this episode. I completely even forgot about the ending Me scene. Me too. So did I. I didn't realize until I saw him that in it that was green jacket yep. that I was like, oh, snap. Right. <laughs> it's not that I forgot John did that, obviously. It plays right, a right, huge right. part in several episodes. But I thought it came a lot later Me than too. it did. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Anyhow. All right, guys. So, so moving on. Yeah. Uh, um, what's next? So JJ gives son of an evil eye. Yes, that big old <laughs> glass evil eye. I love it. Yes. And then Emery finds out, excuse me, that Layla called in sick. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And then again, sweet baby Osman. He's too precious for this world. I know. Because at this point, what, he and Layla are out at the coast or wherever they're at in this particular. It seems like a place that they don't visit often because she's kind of like admiring the view. and Yeah. They're at some little restaurant. Yeah. That's when he brings up the orange tea thing. Yes. Which is some sort of childhood memory, memory for the two of them, which is very cute and sweet. Yeah. And he cheers her up because he's wonderful. Yes, he is. Oh. He really is. Yeah. Although, yeah, and he, 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 Emery, I mean, tries calling. Layla ignores it. Yes. And basically, Osman's like, are you okay? Like. Yeah. And she says, like, basically, like, I knew what I was getting myself into and I did it anyways. Yeah. Which I appreciate mm-hmm. that she understands that. Yeah. I actually had a lot of respect for Layla in this episode. I did too. Yeah. Because she doesn't just swoon every nope. time he try every time Emery tries to make nice with her. And she clearly still has feelings for him, but she's also frustrated with herself because of it. Right. And she's, you know, when he's chasing after her in that mm-hmm. scene and she says, why am I getting excited like this? Right. I took that as... She's happy he's chasing after her. But, but she's then not she's still... happy with herself about the fact that she's exactly. happy about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she still stands up for herself in that moment. Ab- absolutely. And I mean, we can get to it when we get to it yeah. because I like wrote wrote that down because I was very proud of her. Yeah. Because that's so, no, it's not an e- it's really not no, an it's easy not... thing to do. It's easy to say like, yeah, of course you'd do that because well, any self-respecting person would. But, but when you're in, the in moment, it and your feelings yep. are – at the forefront like that it's really hard to not let them control really your actions and decisions it's really hard so i do appreciate that she stood strong yep um but yeah we'll get there yeah see i put doren's gonna 
explode or maybe implode because she's just I know kind of yeah everything she's is in a bad way poor Duran I know like when that guy walks up and shows her the like advertisement he made and, and she's, she's like well like, I wanted it make pink. it black uh-huh and he's like it is pink and then she's like well now I want it black <laughs> something about like how her like her heart or something yeah and he's like well the font is in black and she's like make it all black and <laughs> Oh man, she's yeah. just she she's processing, but not very yes. well. Yes, no, not at all. And then I said, "Ugh, enter Jada." Yeah, again. Yeah, I do. I did laugh at Sanem when she walks in because she she sees her and she says, "Hush, Kelden is Jada, honey," because <laughs> she's running to get to intercept her, her before she gets to John. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, man. I mean, that was a – sometimes the jealousy stuff will get on my nerves. Yeah. But in this – that I thought that was pretty funny. It was cute because it wasn't this overbearing, like – it was just a funny thing. Yes. I agree, though, because I was like, oh, man, am I going to have to watch a really cringy, like, song right? like, I ca- couldn't, crawling under the table and I doing I couldn't remember, things. yeah, what had happened. Um, but no. Yeah. And thank God. Yeah. Then let's see – we switch really quick where Mevkabe is like ready to storm the agency and uh-huh. ask John his intentions. Yeah. And then we flash back to the agency like 10 seconds later. Yeah. And Sanem tells Emre how it is because, of course, he's trying to like find out how Layla is and all this stuff from Sanem. Uh-huh. And she's like. And she tells him off. Yeah. That's which I my was sister. very happy. Yeah, yep. That's my sister. I'm not giving you information and don't yeah. ask for me. I'm not going to tell you anything. And if you yep. really cared about her and. Oh, yeah. yes. She tells him and then just storms out of the office. Yep. And I'm like, go son him. Yes. And then Jada makes dinner plans with John. because yeah. Bragging Ms. loudly. Oh, yeah. I'll see you She's at dinner being tonight. She's so obnoxious. I know. She really is. Because Mr. McKinnon is excited to work with them. Yeah. And Jada still somehow is the go-between for that. Yeah. It's funny. It's nice, though, knowing, like, girl, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You th- you're acting all prideful and like you're the queen of the castle but you don't even know that boy's heart is so gone and you're gonna find out in the best way Mm -hmm. so yeah so they get all the red mode products to test yes because they officially have the job for red mode and then that scene between john and duran yeah when he's like checking on her yes but she's like not she's not answering him directly not even paying attention she's just saying things like well, I, you know, Sanem deserves happiness and I'm I'm happy for you. And I, and he's like, Duran, I asked how you were doing. Yeah. She's like, oh, um, she's just like out of it. Yeah. And he's like, do you need to maybe take a couple of days off? Because we can't afford to lose you. So yeah. you need to like re- basically hit the restart button. Yes. Please do because we've got an important campaign coming up. Yeah. Isn't this when she's like, I'll just back slowly away until I make it to my office. Yeah. And like, it's just super confusing. John's like, what the heck yeah. is going on? Yeah. Which oh, I guess man. he was clueless about. I guess. Yeah. And she and she's like, you guys look great together. And <laughs> happiness is important. And like, it's just kind of. Oh, man. It's funny, but it's like also a little pathetic. Yeah. Because it's like, girl, he has not given you any indication that anything was going to happen with you guys. So this can't be that world shattering. Right. But apparently it is. Yeah. <sighs> but, so, yeah. um, 
Oh, yeah. So then Sunim tells John about the whole lame broke up breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently it's the end of the day because yeah. John wants Sunim to come over, but she can't. And then he says, oh, let me drive you home. And she won't let him drive her home. And then he says, at least let me drive you to the subway. <laughs> um, yeah, I put home after 30 minutes of work. Yeah. I felt like they were barely at the agency at I agree. All. Well, and then – Again, this could just be a loss in translation, but I felt like the dinner plans were for that night with Jada and Max, but they wind up being the next day. Yeah. So it's like, did that just get translated weirdly or was that just a... Maybe, maybe, yeah, because I had assumed it was for that night. So did I. But I don't know that there was anything really clear. Confirming that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's why I was kind of like, come over tonight. Like, you have that dinner to get to, like, Mm. anyhow. So, Yeah. Um, Emery, oh, and I put Emery shows his face in the Mahale. She yells at him. Yes. Like he deserves. Yeah. And I put, I put, what the heck, Emery, you dumped her. Uh Talk about mixed signals. Seriously. So he, and he like grabs her arm Uh as he's talking to her, which I hated. And, um, she says, there's nothing to listen to, uh, Emery Bay. And he says, look, everything just happened at the same time. I panicked. Layla, just give me some time. And she says, you've got it. You've got this whole time for you. And he says, Layla, what are you saying? Don't do this. And she says, what am I doing? What am I doing? Aren't you the one that didn't want me, Emery Uh Bay? What do you still want from me? And she kind of yells at him. Oh, no. He says, I don't want to lose you. I mean, I I don't want you to lose your job uh, because of me. And she says, right. Okay. She says, um... Oh, because it means nothing that I lost my pride because of me, right, Emery Bay? Work matters even more, right? So then he keeps trying to explain himself. He says, you got everything so wrong right now. And this is when she yells at him. And she says, I already got everything wrong, Emery Bay. I got everything wrong. I got your feelings for me wrong as well. Mm -hmm. And then he says, Layla, stop that Emery Bay. Oh, such an idiot. What is she supposed to call you? You broke up with her. Uh-huh. Your relationship now is purely professional. Uh-huh. And again, because you're too much of a coward to tell her exactly what's going on, she has no clue why. The only thing she can think of is, well, clearly you jumped the gun and don't feel that way for me. So you ended it. Exactly. Because you can't just freaking tell her what's going on and that you're being blackmailed by your psycho ex because you made a piss poor decision to work with her again. Yeah. Well, and he's trying to cover it up as concern for her job. Right. At, for her position yeah, at he's like, the just, agency. Just come back to work, please. Like, Yeah, and he says, you mean a lot to us. And she says, oh, as an assistant, I presume. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, what else is she supposed yeah. to expect or believe after exact – because that's what he's telling her. Right. Is he saying he's worried for her job and she's very valuable to them. So she says, don't worry. You'll find an even better one than me. And then – he grabs her and Osman sees yes. and he comes to destroy. He sure does. Yes. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he threatens him and he's like, I'm going to write my name on your face. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and Emre is like, oh, who are you? Why are you getting involved? And it's like, sorry, who, who are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You act like you know all of this stuff about her, mm-hmm. but you barely even know her. Right. I'll bet if you gave Emre a quiz about the things he knows about Layla, 
He probably wouldn't know anything. Nope. He probably doesn't know any of her likes or dislikes. Mm -hmm. He just has this idea in his head about her. Right. All he'd be able to say is that she likes chia salads because yes. that's all they apparently ever eat together. Exactly. And maybe that's the only thing they have in common. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't even know who her friends are. He knows nothing about her neighborhood. Right. And so Osman comes to the rescue and Emery's all shocked and surprised. Right. And he has no regard even for the fact that like he could be making her look bad by showing up in her neighborhood like this and causing a scene. Yeah. And sorry – Osman catered that shoot way back yeah. in episode five or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but Emery had his head stuck so far up Eileen's mm -hmm. butt that <laughs> he probably didn't even notice right. that Osman was there and that clearly they're old friends. Well, and he was even at that whole camp thing posing as yes. Sanem's fiance. Yeah. So Emery, he's yeah. an idiot. Emery, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he leaves. Thank yes, God. He leaves. Goodbye. <laughs> and now we're back at the house. Sonam's yes. explaining John's spontaneous offer of marriage to her mom. Yes. Like, see, mom, he's committed. Like, when I told him everything that was going on and the drama it was going to cause, and he basically was like, okay, then let's get married. Of course, Mevkabe's like, well, that's not how it's done. It's not just a spontaneous thing. It's not – she doesn't take it to mean really anything. Right. Anything of Well, because commitment. they're – so rooted in tradition right yeah so it doesn't really accomplish what son was hoping that it would yeah but mevkabe is also a little sidetracked because they're going through a bunch of her childhood stuff mevkabe is like cleaning stuff out yeah i never really i didn't really fully understand the whole reason behind that yeah maybe she was just stress cleaning yeah yeah yeah, I think the whole reason for that was for Sonam to find that key. I agree. Yeah. Yes, that was the whole purpose of that being written. But it was kind of like, okay, Mevkabe, why are you doing this? Like, yes. are you gonna, are you getting rid of stuff? Are you giving, donating things? Right. But it was just like, oh, all these things. And again, in that small house, and you see all these boxes and bins of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, where, where was that? Yeah. It's like the magical They must have secret wardrobe. storage. They have secret storage too. <laughs> So, yeah, it all comes to a head when Sonem's digging through stuff and they're like, oh, memories, memories. And then mm -hmm. she picks up this thing and it has a key inside. Yes. We don't know what it is, just that nope. it clearly turns a light bulb on in Sonem's head. She recognizes it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, that must come into play later because it's like, oh, look, I found it. And then the scene ends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we, what is it? We go to John. And I assume he's researching about the moonstones because he's on his computer. Right. We don't see what he's looking at because he eventually he closes it fairly quickly. Right. But because then he goes to like the kitchen and is getting like a toolbox, a toolbox and all mm -hmm. these things, and he's holding the broken moonstones. Yeah, it looks like he's got sandpaper. Yeah. So there's yeah. clearly he has an idea of something. Yes. Um. So yeah, I assume he was researching about what's to be done with broken moonstones. You know. Um, maybe what it means. <laughs> maybe he was trying to research what it meant. So yeah, he's he's clearly got a project plan. Then I wrote again, Osman is too good for Layla because we're back in the Mahale where he's kind of walking with her and just making sure, are you okay? You know, all this stuff after the whole Emre thing. Yeah, he tells her she should quit. Yes, he tells her she should quit because you're a really great uh accountant or whatever it is that she actually is yes and you know she's like osman i know you think that of me because you care about me but people aren't beating down the door to like hire me so right. i can't just quit mm -hmm. because there's not this line of other employers waiting for me as much as you'd like to think that right 
and they you know their conversation kind of dissipates and she's like gonna head home and yes muzo basically walks up to osman and as much as he's annoying i'm like well he makes a good point he does he's like dude you see her the back of her neck more than anything yeah you're hung you up fell on in her. love with the back of her neck yeah <laughs> you you know you're although it's a bit hypocritical but you uh, know, he's like yeah. you're hung up on her you're this you're that pot meat kettle yeah. yeah although he that's another thing freaking awesome. i know muzo gave this I, up too yep <laughs> in the truck that night when he's like oh the the answer is no why, why didn't, you, didn't you say so now uh-huh. i can move on and he's done uh-huh and then he's not done and then apparently in this episode however many episodes later yeah. suddenly he's not no because he's like ready to stab himself, himself in the heart yeah. and i'm like just let him please <laughs> <laughs> anyhow but we'll get there so yes and then finds the key oh and then we get now we're flashing back to everybody everybody's gone home from the agency and they got to bring home products to test yes <laughs> and jj's like putting blush on and this, so funny all this stuff oh my gosh it cracks me up and is this one does ihan get there yet or does that not happen yet so i think they kind of like switch back and forth this, between they do they keep switching back and forth between a lot of stuff very quickly yeah because jj is looking for inspiration and then ihan comes but like there's a switch between uh-huh. um of layla talking to sanem about all the drama right uh-huh. and then emory coming home and talking to john and they yeah so there's like yeah there's the Iden sister chat about the deviant brothers and then yes. there's the Deviant Brothers chat about the Aiden sisters. Yes. All being switched back and forth between JJ and Ihan testing exactly. the products. Yeah. It, yeah. Like we said, kind of a choppy yeah. editing episode. Yeah. So JJ and Ihan basically mess up their faces <laughs> because they use the wrong products and the wrong body parts. But and it's then so funny. It is funny. It's probably the funniest thing in the episode because you're probably right. I think that's the funniest moment because jj's got his thin layer of face stuff on mm-hmm. ihan is off she's off camera in the bathroom yes and she's like jj like are you sure i did this right like it's starting to burn it's this and he's like okay yeah. well you applied a thin layer right she's like yeah and she comes out but it's not a thin layer it's yeah. like plastered on her face and she's like but it's kind of burning and he's like ihan i told you to put a little bit on why did, is this plaster or is this um paint like what is going on and then she kind of blames him, like, well, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, I did tell you. And he's like, well, let's just get this washed off, okay? Like, let's just get this washed off. And they, like, rinse her face off, and it's all red and splotchy. Yeah. And then he's like, and he's, like, not looking directly at her. And she's like, JJ, what's going on? And he's like, listen, what's not Im- what's important is your inner beauty, Ihan. <laughs> and she's like, oh, crap. Like, she's like, what did it do to my face? Uh-huh. And then that's when he realizes, because of course, it's an American cosmetic company. So he said, well, the instructions were in English, but I translated it well. <laughs> well, as it turns out, the he face didn't. cream that Ihan put on was foot cream mm-hmm. meant to remove calluses and he's like oh no Ion, that's why your face looks like a cow's hoof <laughs> and it's like what is... so oh bad. jj and then jj left his stuff on for way too long yeah it was supposed to be on for three minutes and, and he, he left, left it, it for, on for 30. 30 because the next he's like well what were they doing putting a word that begins with the letter o next to the number three mm-hmm. all this stuff so his face is all jacked up yeah and it's just a very funny scene to watch. It is. Um, so that happens, and then we're flashing between 
uh, Sanam and Layla and John and Emre talking about the other ones, you know, and John is kind of like, what the, I, John kind of like calls Emery out a little bit. Like, what are you thinking? Like, I've never seen you this happy. Like, and then you just ended it with her. Yeah. And, you know, Emery's lame excuse of like, well, we're from two different worlds and things were moving too fast and yeah, all this stuff. And John basically is like, well, when you're in love, why would you wait around? Like, yep. What is there to wait for? And when you love someone, why would you just sit on that basically? And yeah, you know, kind of segues into him being like, I'm in love with Son M and Yeah, and then Emre laughing at him. Yeah. Like, okay, but who's in the better situation right now, bro? Yeah. Well, yeah, that upset me <laughs> because he just keeps laughing and he says, What do you mean? because uh, John explains it. He told her, Okay, fine, then let's get married. Right. If you're stressing out about it, then we'll just get married. Yeah, because he's like, I want to marry her anyways. I love her. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so Emre's like marriage as we know it and he says yeah wedding you know engagement ring and all that stuff and emre just can't believe it he says wait yeah. wait wait you proposed to sanem and it says well it actually didn't quite go that way either i mean when sanem was like this is not working my parents everyone the agency gossip blah 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 and i said we'll get married and then emre needles him again saying well that was a really romantic proposal and so John says, yeah, no, you're right. She also didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. She wasn't able to concentrate on it, but I'll make a better one. Yeah. So and then. Sorry, uh, an unromantic proposal's better than just a breakup out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, te- he tells him, if you love someone, you get married. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of a better reason than this to get married. Amen. And then Emre, it finally gets through his thick idiot skull he says you're serious about this aren't you and he says brother look this is not something to be rushed okay because uh, he's some expert mm-hmm. oh my god how about the way you rushed layla to to kiss her and stuff uh-huh. I, yeah whatever. and then promise never to upset her again uh-huh and then what did you do turned you around and broke her, her heart again. yep and he says you'll feel pressure you'll feel upset and then John says, I feel upset when I don't have Sanem around, Emre. Mm-hmm. Sanem is the most different, most special girl I've seen in my whole life. Yeah. I want her to be with me in my every moment. When I, While I feel this way, why would I wait for it? Anyway, I was just very happy about that he told his yeah. idiot brother. How it is. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, then it's a little bit later that night, right? Because now John M is texting back and forth. Yes. Before that, though, we have we have Sanem uh, thinking about what it would be like to tell her father. <laughs> oh, that happens about, then? Yeah. Oh, it's before they're texting. Yes, it does. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I skipped. And he goes into cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest. <laughs> in the most ridiculous way. <laughs> like, she literally is like, Dad, John and I are together. And, and he just, he just collapses seizing. and starts seizing. <laughs> and, like, the paramedics show up. And shock him. And I'm pretty sure they're not even using those paddles correctly. And then he, he just – he sits up and stares at her and then <laughs> collapses again. And they put him on a stretcher. And he's staring wide-eyed at her as oh they're carrying him out. It's so funny. So all that concocted in her head basically yeah. keeps her from telling Nihat the truth about yes. her and John being together. Yeah. And even Mevkabe's like, see? Like, yeah, of course you couldn't tell him because – 
he's going to lose it and he's going to this. And mm-hmm. here's my thing, though. Yeah. You're making it worse, too, mm-hmm. Mifkabate. Like, we kept seeing this build. I remember watching this and everyone being like, what the heck is she doing? Like, uh-huh. enough people know about them that Mevkabe is being really dumb to keep this from her husband. Yep. And, yeah, so they don't tell him. So I said, and Bob isn't, now Bob is impatient and hungry because Sonem is butchering the lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> Layla's using a dull knife, so she's basically smashing the bread and she's like, <laughs> On the edge of an emotional cliff. <laughs> I honestly was laughing so hard And she, at that. like, loses it at the bread. <laughs> this bread won't cut. This knife is dull. And even Nihat's like, it's okay, honey. We'll just pick the bread up like this and eat it. We'll just pull it apart and eat it because he's just he's, hungry. He says, I'll beat this knife up. How could you upset my daughter? Yes, and he's, he's like, spanking the knife. The knife. But I, I just loved it. I put Layla crying about a dull knife is me when I'm PMSing. Oh my gosh, it's so. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's We're so like true. The littlest thing, and you're, you just get so upset. So upset. It's and I think what's the worst thing about it is that you know this is not a rational uh-huh. reaction. Yeah. But you cannot stop having the irrational reaction. Yeah. And it is. It'll be like the dumbest crap with me. Like. Yeah, it could be a dull knife while I'm trying to slice bread. Or it could just be something as simple as like, it'll just be dumb stuff. Like I'll, I keep my ice in a bin. Like I take it out of the ice maker and keep it in a bin so that it keeps making more ice because I use a ton of ice. And I'll like, I remember one day I took my cup and I just stuck it in the ice bin and scooped the ice into Mm -hmm. it. And like it sent a piece of ice out and shattered all over my kitchen floor. But I had like just mopped. And so I was like pissed because I'm like, now I'm going to have these little dry – mind you, it's just water. <laughs> and I'm like ready to cry over the fact that this ice cube broke all over my clean floor. <laughs> An ice cube, which is just water. It's mm-hmm. just water on my floor. Yep. <laughs> so Layla, yeah, we totally feel you. Yeah. Oh, that – yeah, that is a really funny moment. Yeah. So then later on we have the cute texting. Yes. Then we have the cute texting. I didn't take screenshots, but basically he's like, I miss you. And Uh she's like, I miss you too. I wish it was morning so I could see you. And John's like, well, I see you in my dreams. (laughs) And she's like, well, I smell your scent in mine. Yeah. He's like, oh, your scent, it makes, is head spinning. You make my head spin. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're killing me like this. How am I supposed to survive until morning when I see you? My heart is working overtime. And she pulls the key out of the drawer and again, looks at it ominously we don't know like what this key means yet. ominously Kristen. <laughs> okay not ominously but she's just looking at it like what's the word i'm looking at <laughs> expectantly or maybe, maybe expectantly uh, i mean ominously implies <laughs> terrible things are gonna happen when she finds whatever that unlocks <laughs> <laughs> well it could be because we have no idea what this but key is for she, it's, she's looking at it fondly like she's looking at it with a happy expression not like oh no I had the key okay. <laughs> okay guys whatever the happy version of ominous is that's how she's looking at this key that we're now seeing for the second time that we have no clue what it's for oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wrote she clearly has an idea we just don't know what it is yet yes yeah so her her hap her happy ominous glancing (laughs) at the key (laughs) oh my god and then oh I wrote (laughs) the next morning 
Layla's even more depressed. And I put emotional eating Layla. I relate. I even made a meme out of this and I will post it when we drop the episode. Yep. Because I immediately like this was while we were live watching. I didn't even wait for translations. Like I took a screenshot of a particular moment when Layla's shoving the cookies (laughs) in her mouth and I made a meme out of it because I was like, this is so relatable. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And she wants to make chocolate milk and she can't find the cocoa and she's like, forget it. I'll just drink it the way it is. (laughs) So me. Fine. (laughs) I'll just drink this regular milk with my cookie. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyhow. Um. Then I said, oh, so, and again, here we go with the quick back and forth of 10 seconds in different scenes. Yeah. But I said, oh, we show up. Son M shows up to the protector house. Yes. I'm like, oh, that house is in the protector. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you up to, Son M? So see, she could have been looking at the key ominously. <laughs> That's an in, ominous house. In this in the romantic protector. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, but then we don't even get to question what she's doing there because then the scene quickly changes again yeah where um does son m call layla at this point yeah or or layla calls or her layla calls her and You're then right. son m basically convinces her to come into work right because like coming in and finding something to distract yourself with yeah. is better than what you're you doing need now. something to do yeah. rather than sit and eat emotionally well and eat your feelings because even sometimes like you ate 10 cookies you don't even eat four cookies in a month uh-huh. and you just ate 10 right now like what are you doing and and it does mm-hmm. it like it snaps layla out of it because she's like yeah i'm giving him all this control yes exactly over my emotions and if i don't come into work he's gonna know that i'm just sitting at home depressed about yep. him and he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve that yep and good for you layla. i totally agree yep and i do and I think I relate to that too because, I mean, this isn't this show isn't uh, a great example of that. But really, you shouldn't date your coworkers. It's just a terrible idea. <laughs> and Ashley can attest to this. How would you know that, Kristen? <laughs> How would I possibly know that? <laughs> I've never dated a coworker. <laughs> Me either. I didn't do that twice. <laughs> At the same place of employment while they both worked there at the same time. Guys, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. But I do remember at one point just getting to the point where I was like, you know what? No. Because I would be at work and like I'd like avoid him or like run around the other corner, walk out of the other entrance to the kitchen. And I was like, no, screw that. Like I'm just going to be all aloof and like have my chin held up high and not even acknowledge him and you know because it's like he doesn't because he's just gonna know i'm all sad and depressed about him and screw him yeah yeah so i get it yep you need yeah and that's 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 the better position to take than than the running and hiding yeah running and hiding so she decides to come into work yeah and duran is peaceful now with her melissa t yeah i don't know what's in her melissa t but it's calming her down and all the employees are completely taking advantage of that like sharing all their mistakes so that she's like it's okay well like one of them she's like we were supposed to only have four pages and it's 40 yeah she's like well, of course it is. No problem. It will just be beautiful. Uh-huh. Like she says something crazy like that. And someone else is like, um, we used up all the colored ink. And she's like, well, it's just going to be colorful then. It's okay. Why would we be upset about that? We'll just order more ink. And then that one guy comes up and is like, can I have next week off? And she's like, <laughs> of course you can. Why would you come into work? And sweet JJ is like, 
you vultures get away you're taking advantage of yeah. her jj he's so good and oh this is when uh jj is like oh no major depression yes this is when he discovers she's majorly depressed because he's like ghoulies what did you put in that tea uh-huh. her brain is like jelly and she's like no none. maybe she took something to relax because just the tea alone would not do this like oh yeah so they're trying to like fix duran yeah and then we that just kind of what fizzles out and we john sampling lip gloss in his office yes <laughs> and again who knows it looks like it's the morning yeah and sanem comes into work yeah. and then takes him away yes i know i did write because she's after he's sampling them they have a they have some funny banter about it because he's like i've never felt so distant from a campaign before like i don't know any of these things what right. is this and she's like explaining what mascara is and yes. how there's more than one kind of mascara yeah and it's it's just funny and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'll just never understand this. And she's like, well, that's OK. Just leave work with me. I have a surprise for you. And it's like, oh, sure. Leave work in the middle of this big campaign. Yeah. At what looks like the first thing in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess M can do whatever the heck she wants. Can we go get jobs? She's dating the boss. Yeah. Can we go get jobs at Fikri Harika? Yeah. You can leave whenever you feel like it. Yeah. And and I think you still just get paid as though you were there for the whole day. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds so, like yeah. a plan to me. I put, must be nice to duck out of work midday. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is too, well, not funny, but her whole concern about them knowing about uh-huh. their relationship was because she's like, I don't want them to think I get special treatment or that I didn't earn anything. But then you're leaving in the middle of the day and you don't think that's going to appear a certain way? Yeah. That you're leaving if with him? If that's not special treatment, then what is? Right. Yeah. So anyhow. And then I said, we go back to the Mahal at this point. Mevka Bay still not telling Neha. I think this is when they're in the Bacall and yeah. she's like debating it. She's trying. But not hard enough. She's, yeah. She's being roundabout with it. Right. Because she's, she's not being clear. Right. She's like, oh, so-and-so's daughter's getting married. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Like trying to gauge his reaction about things rather than just freaking telling him. Yeah. Anyhow, so I'm annoyed. I just put, I, she basically, all this scene accomplishes is her still not telling him. Well, and then Meliot comes mm-hmm. and she ends up accidentally spilling the whole thing to Meliot, which of course we only know can end in bad things. Right. The second you accidentally spilled the Meliot, you sealed your fate if you don't tell your husband soon because you know she's going to tell everyone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then John M arrives at the house and I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to see what this is about. Nope. Five seconds later, we pan out from that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, go back. Cause to- Layla comes into work now. Yes. And then they're all testing out the makeup. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is another, we kind of get flashes of this cause yeah. Duran has a makeover and they, they act like she looks ridiculous, <laughs> but she doesn't even look that bad. No, it's just more. It's, it's just not as harsh of make. It's a softer look for right. her. And, and then her bangs are pinned back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Layla looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, and then Emery walks by and totally checks her out. I know. Even Gulise notices because she, yeah. like, gives him the side eye, like, whoa. Like, yeah. what was that? And then Layla's like, give me a makeup wipe. This is too much. I'm wiping it off. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. He doesn't yes. get to look at me. I love it. Me too. And then when the other employees are like doing their makeup and they're like, JJ, how do I look? And he's like, you look like a disco ball. 
And he tells another one, you look like a sister-in-law going to a wedding. <laughs> like, like, you guys, the, this is makeup that models use. And how do you look this terrible? He's so harsh. He's so mean. Oh, man. But it's really funny. It is funny. And then we go back to the house. And Sanem explains to John, like, that she used to come here a lot as a kid to get alone time so she could write, be with her thoughts. Because... Because you know, the birds would fly in and out of the house. Yes. And yeah. things were just busy. The Bacall was always busy with customers. Ihan was at home. Her sister was at home. Her mom was at home. Mm-hmm. And basically says, like, I left something to assure that um, I came back. And I had screenshots of this. Um, so she kind of digs into the fireplace mm-hmm. and pulls this thing out. John pulls the key out of his pocket. Yes. And is like, oh, I assume this key goes to that. Mm-hmm. And she says, I wrote this and left this here years ago. And he opens it up and he starts reading it. And it says, and this is happening. Parts of it he's reading. Parts of it are in her voice. Yes. And we're getting flashbacks to older episodes mm-hmm. and things like that. So, And it says, if I ever have a lover one day holding our hands will fly above the clouds despite not having any wings. If I ever have a lover one day, will hold on to our horse's manes galloping, will touch the stars. If I do have a lover one day, landing on an albatross's wings, we will love each other no matter what. It says, I'll read this one day, together, to my lover albatross. And she's kind of got tears in her eyes, and she's looking at him as he's finishing reading it. Mm-hmm. He kind of gets emotional. He looks over at her. I think he's just a little, just like a overwhelmed emotionally, like, yeah, wow, like, because she wrote this long before he came into Years her life. Years ago, yeah. And he says, he hugs her, pulls her into a hug and says, I think we shouldn't ever let each other go. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Which, w- when we watched this live, when she said that, I was like, well, that right there tells me, I already said, I was like, great, something bad's going to happen because the fact that you're cementing yes. that nothing bad or don't let each other go no matter what. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, well, I think that's them telling us something's going to happen. Yeah. So, that's like when, when they give a character extra time on screen before they kill them off. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. So I fully, when I watched this episode the first time, I fully expected it to end with the two of them like breaking up. Mm. I really thought like, oh, great, they're not going to last the episode. Right. That's not what happens, but so I was wrong. But it still felt that felt very <laughs> ominous. <laughs> Is that a better use? Well done, Ashley? Kristen. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> I approve of your use of vocabulary. <laughs> oh, so man. then they put up the cute little birdhouses that uh Isan Amja had brought them. Yes. And because of the birds you referred to earlier that used to fly in and out of the house. And I said they put up the birdhouses and we were robbed of a really great kiss. Because we just I get the know. tail end of, a, of them finishing a kiss. I was I, – I got all mad. I know. I was like, what the heck? I know. Because <laughs> all we get is the finishing like – Yes. Sound. Just the little end. But it's like, um, excuse me. Yeah. What's that place? Artuk. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know. R-T-U-K. It's whatever the censorship thing over there in Turkey is. Yeah. They robbed us Rude. of that great kiss. Anyhow. Then more Mahale gossip I skipped because I'm pretty sure she's Melly Hot blabbing about John and Son M. Yeah. 
and everyone but Nihat finding out more and more people. Yeah. Uh, Layla then officially puts in for her leave. Yes, to and John. To John, and he, of course, is understanding about it mm-hmm. because he knows his brother's a dingus. Yep. And he basically is like, I want to give this to you. Just stay with us for this week because we've got a lot um, – We've got a lot that needs to get accomplished with red mode, but then yes, you can you can take your annual leave. Yes. And yeah, and Layla basically insinuates, like, yeah, I'm taking the time off. And Emery, you can find that time to look for another assistant. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you. Yep. So then we get uh the Osman and Ihan scene at the meat market where he's like, Okay, you're taking over because he's got his, you know, he's got a bigger job on set now. Yes. Uh, for the show that he's doing. And so then, he's handing over the responsibility to her. Yes. And then we get the uber dramatic Muzo entrance. Yeah. Where he runs in and grabs. And at first I was like, was that even a knife that he first grabbed? It looked like a knife sharpener that he grabbed. Maybe it was. And he's like ready safety. to impale himself <laughs> in the chest. Yeah. Being super dramatic. And everyone's like, what the heck is going on with you? And then he says probably the most problematic thing ever He's like, if she won't be mine, she can be no one else's. Yes. Okay. <laughs> let's just set okay, aside about murder. Yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just put a pin in how extremely problematic that statement mm-hmm. is. Uh, but I put Osley again, missed and ignored the memo that both Muzo and Osman had moved on. From- oh my! God. Sorry, you. Guys. What are you doing, my dog? dog. My dog jumped off of my chair. Oh, my gosh. And he jumped on the end table next to Ashley. Hi, Jack. <laughs> and he's trying to sit with what Ashley. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. I'm taking a picture oh. to show you guys. Okay. He's going up. I guess. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Stay there. Zuzu. Everybody look at the camera. I'll post a picture of this for you guys because it's really oh, funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyhow. Like, yes, and my dog is pawing at me even though she's literally sitting on top of me. She's so, like, why did you uh-huh. stop paying attention to me? So I have no dogs on my chair and Ashley has all the dogs yeah, on her chair. what is happening? Oh, my gosh. Anyhow. Sorry, guys. So, like I said, Osley clearly missed the memo that Osman and Muzo both had accepted – and moved on from the fact that the people they were harboring feelings for were not going to be theirs. Yeah. And apparently now Muzo's like not over it. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Jack. I'm sorry, you guys. My dog is. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. He's just smashing himself in wherever he can. <laughs> This is so ridiculous. Oh my god. I have empty space and he's just like what smashed is your deal, up. bro. He's just like smashed up next to her. Oh my gosh. All right, Jack, please stay still. We have a podcast to finish. Seriously. So yeah, I'm super annoyed by that. Muzo's just annoying in his super dramatic, like, I'm just gonna end my life type of a thing. Yes. I guess, though, at least he was, like, trying to end his own life and not Sanem. So <laughs> I know. I guess there's Seriously. that. But, yeah, it just bugged me because it just proved, once again, that either Osley didn't care about that character development that had happened or just didn't pay attention to it. So, whatever. Muzo's not over it, and now he's in love with Sanem again. Then we move on to 
the as the way JJ says brainstorming yes se- uh, session at the agency uh huh because we're back to work we finished hanging birdhouses at the protector house and so now, now they can do their so job so now they can go do their job <laughs> and JJ's Cinderella idea oh my gosh <laughs> is so he's just so funny it, he is funny but actually. I mean, uh, he took forever to explain it, but it was, I was like, that's actually a good idea. It was yeah, actually a good idea. It, yeah. I mean, he goes way into the whole story of Cinderella. And sure. He just wasn't a great storyteller for no. it. Like, he didn't pitch it well. No, he that's didn't. That's all. Because it really wasn't a bad idea, It wasn't, because I, I was like, it's a good idea, because, you know, Cinderella, her at midnight, her looks all disappear, because yep. they were given to her by a fairy godmother. Yeah. But he was saying if she did her own makeup with the red with mode red makeup, mode, then it would have stayed. Yep. Then even when midnight struck, she mm-hmm. would still have her beautiful face and the prince would still be able yeah. to see that. It was actually a good idea. I'm going to be honest. I thought that was better than Sanem's idea. I know. Like it really it was. Sanem's didn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Because she's talking about a woman's wedding day and how every every woman dreams of their wedding day. Right. Which, sorry to break it to you, Sanem, I never dreamed of my wedding day. <laughs> I was not that girl. Right. I was like, see, my wedding is going to be like this. Right. Um, But then her slogan is, beauty will save the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like that doesn't that make any sense. No. Like... <laughs> I could – I thought it was going to have something to do with, like – because initially she says, you know, a woman's wedding day, basically that applies to every woman, whether you're rich, whether you're poor. Like, yeah. So basically it's something applicable to all women. Yes. Not just a Which certain – makes sense. Right. Not just a certain group of women. Yeah. So this is a way to be inclusive with all of them. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. Yeah. And then the whole – she does her own makeup mm-hmm. because she's got the red mode cosmetics and this is something she's going to do for herself because she's a strong woman. She doesn't yes. need someone to do it for her. Yeah. Again, on board. Yeah. But then, yeah, you lost me because it's like the slogan should have been something like, I don't know, not that though. Yeah. How does this being something for every strong woman turn to <laughs> beauty saving the saving world? The world? <laughs> yeah. It does. There, I don't see the connection at all. And they're all like, "Bravo, bravo, yes. Sanem, well done, well done." <laughs> so yeah, I'm all for the idea that she pitched, just not the slogan that she matched with it. Yes, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and then let's see what else. Oh, Isoon is giving everyone headaches again. Oh, as but always. then the but at the meeting the then not so. Subtle kisses. Subtle, like, air kisses. They're mm-hmm. blowing to each other. Okay. Anyhow. So, yes. Then Stupid Isoon is reading that article to cause drama. And I love it because Osman calls her out. Yeah. Because she calls Sanem a coquettish girl, which is yeah. basically, like, she's calling her a harlot. Yep. And Osman's like, hey, that's enough. Yeah. He says, that's rude. Mm-hmm. And basically, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, you're a part of this neighborhood and so is Sanem. Like, yeah. So you're making not you're not just making her look bad, like yeah, you're painting a bad picture of the neighborhood, yeah, that you live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, then I said we get Turtle Face John. Did you? I when must not have noticed that they're at the coffee after cart. The meeting? Yeah, after the meeting, they're at the coffee and tea cart, mm-hmm. and they're flirting, and he makes his little turtle face. It's right around the hour and thirty minute and forty second mark. I must have just missed his turtle face in that scene because I always think of you now. <laughs> um, so they're kind of amongst their little flirtatiousness, and then the phone rings, mm-hmm. and it's Jada, and yeah. Sanem's like, "She's a piranha! <laughs> Don't you see? She just follows your scent everywhere." And then 
you know, and he's like, listen, she put together a business dinner because, you know, Max wants to work with us, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yes, but there's always a dinner. Don't you notice? Like she, and that's true. Yeah. There's always a thing. She's like, you know what the solution is? You just need to serve sausage sandwiches here at the agency. I'll get them from, I'll get them from Osman and we'll cook them here. Yeah. Then there's no need for dinners. (laughs) And he's like, but then he's like, but. Tonight means I'll be able to brag about what a genius I fell in love with and tell them about your slogan. And he's like stroking her face and hair as he's doing so. And then JJ runs up and is like, guys, I I keep shooing everyone away because I'm trying to make it more romantic for you. I see that you're here alone. And he's like, and I would have also turned down the lights, but I couldn't find them. And then he like picks up a magazine and he's like, oh, look, lighting solutions. And like flips off. It's just such a JJ thing. It, it is. It is. No, it's just too funny. Uh-huh. And then I said Ice Queen Layla because she's just yes doing her job, giving Emery the info he needs as ice. And I as love possible. that she basically is treating him like an idiot. Ye- oh, because yes. he's asking for some financial page or some budget plan, and the way she, she- kind of looks at him uh-huh. and then opens up her folder and and points to it like <laughs> here, idiot. <laughs> Oh, you don't know where to find it? Here, I'll show you. Right. Since you're apparently too dumb. <laughs> CFO. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, just the she's literally doing exactly her job. Like, yeah. here's what you need. Here it is. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do it politely. I don't have to stroke your ego. rolling her eyes at him. Every time he asks for something. So yep. good. Osman calls, and as soon as Emery realizes it's Osman, he's, like, talking loud towards the phone, like, uh, Layla, I need this paper yeah. and I'll get that, like, to make it clear to Osman that he's within standing distance of Layla. Okay. Congratulations. You're her boss. Yeah. She has to be by you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Forced proximity in the worst way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So Osman's basically like, well, I want to show you something. I have a surprise. Can I pick you up from work? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. How about in 10 minutes? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess the work day is over. <laughs> oh man and then very cute john trying to get sonem's ring size surreptitiously this is one of the most like most of the physical comedy is sonem and this was a good physical comedy moment for john like it was he's trying to be all sneaky yeah he did a great job with it yes the rings get stuck and he's like trying to step on his hand to get them off. like it's just goofy yeah and really funny um yeah, I enjoyed that because I was like, I think that's the first time in 25 episodes we get a really good comedic, like, um, I mean, there's funny stuff with John, but yeah, just like a thing where it's mo- it's just all him. Yeah. It's all him. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was funny, too, because he's trying to, you know, make conversation as he's trying to get the ring off uh-huh. of his uh, pinky finger. And... He said he says something to the effect of, "Oh, you you like being chased. Women like that." Uh-huh. And then and then Sanem says, "I'd like it if you didn't involve me in those generalizations." Amen. <laughs> yep, but he's like, "Okay, well, that's true. Like you're one of a kind and yeah, yes. It's cute." And then I said, "JJ calms down a jealous Sanem cuz John's like, "Okay, well, enjoy testing out that hand cream. Uh, I got to go get ready for dinner." Mm-hmm. So he kind of leaves. And so JJ calms her down. He's like, listen, it's just a business dinner. Did he not hold your hand and confess his love in front of everyone? Yep. 
this man who traveled around like Marco Polo uh-huh. turned into a house cat for you. Yep. For your love. So good. And I'm like, yes, JJ, tell her, like ground her, get her back down to earth. Like I understand the whole, yeah, you don't want someone like blatantly trying to go after your man. I get that. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with being jealous. That's just every, like a respect thing. Yes. But first of all, technically she doesn't know they're together yet. Right. Also, yeah, she shouldn't be doing that because it's like, well, you're supposed to be a professional, Jada. But yeah, like there's no reason for you to be jealous. He's with you. Yes. He's with you now. Yeah. He has no interest in Jada. Well, and McKinnon will be there. And Exactly. It's, and it's Max a, will be there. It's not yeah. just him and Jada. Yeah. So I like that. And even Duran starts encouraging and mm-hmm. cheering up on him. And she's like, listen, it's just business. You'll get used to it. There's nothing to be jealous of. Yep. If he was going to bring anyone with him, it would probably he'd probably even be bringing me to this dinner because I'm the creative director. Like, and there's nothing to be jealous of there either. Like, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, Duran, like that was. I mean, again, it's because she's under her weird little calming spell, right? But I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. But then we find out John is taking Sonem to dinner. Yes, because he's like, "Are you ready?" And she's like, "Ready for what?" He's like, to go to dinner so we can tell them about your brilliant idea. I want them to see. Like, and she's yeah. like, oh, I get to come. And they kind of dawdle off. And then Duren talks about her EQ and her IQ being very low right now. And asks JJ, she's like, I, I don't leave? have any close friends, so I'm talking to you. Like, should I quit? And, you know, and it's funny because at first JJ's like, Duren, no. Like, you know, trying to encourage her and stuff but yes. then he's realizing like oh but then i could be creative director <laughs> if she were to quit <laughs> like, oh man and she walks away crying yeah. and he <laughs> says i will be creative director <laughs> oh jj brutal i know and then mev Kabe calls on him while they're while she and john are walking to the car and she's like john's playing you because she read that stupid article that oh, I yeah, showed yeah, yeah. her about he has no marriage plans. And she's like, Mom, he she gave that to interview. Explain. Yeah, he gave that interview long before we were together. Calm down. That's not how he is. Mm-hmm. They hang up. She tells John about it. And he's like, okay, well, can you explain to your mom that that's not who I am, please? Like, mm-hmm. And then Emre won't leave. Oh, and I said we get really cute <sighs> hand kisses, cheek kisses, and hugs before yes. they get in the car to go to dinner. And stupid Emre is now following Layla as she's yeah. leaving the office because he just can't leave her alone. Yeah. And I said, Osman picks Layla up and gives Emre a withering stare. Yeah. Yep. Well, and um, I like what she said to him because he says, Layla, don't do this. Layla, don't. Oh, no, that's her. She says, because she says, I'm bored, Emre Bay. Uh-huh. Layla, don't do this. Layla, don't do that. I mean, I believe I talked to you enough during my work shift. That's right. <laughs> and she says, I think I have the rest of my time. And then Osman comes out and ushers her into the car. Yes. So, uh, and then, yeah, gives gives Emre a skating look, which was wonderful. I agree. So. Then, um, let's see. Nihat's freaking out. Mevkabe thinks it's because he found out. Yes. And she's like, I was going to tell you. I was this. I was that. Like, totally worried. Mm-hmm. And then it comes comes to realize oh he's freaking out because the price of sugar went up mm-hmm. and now he has to pay more to keep sugar in stock in the in the store yeah again right then she should have realized okay the panic that just induced in me i don't want that to happen so i need to come clean so yeah i mm-hmm. need to tell him what's going on yeah and she does not nope then john shows up to dinner 
with Sanem. Uh Uh-huh. So there, Jada, holding hands. And introducing her as his girlfriend. That's right. And a script writer that he has high expectations of. Yep. And Max is like, well, if he speaks so highly of you, then I'm excited too. Yes. So, yeah. And then Fabri walks in the door mm-hmm. and everything gets super awkward. Then like a super dark cloud looms over dinner. Yeah. He's at a different table. He hasn't seen them. He's just there. Right. Well, and then through that, we come to find out that they have a bad history. Yes. Max has a bad history with him. We find out that Fabri tests on animals. Yep. He was selling the perfume formulas to other companies that were supposed to just be for red mode. Yep. And it caused all this drama. They had to pull their products from the shelves. Yeah. Cost them millions of dollars. Yeah. So needless to say, McKinnon has some feelings when it comes to Fabri. Yes. Which we realize, crap, that's going to put a damper over things because he doesn't know this. But John's realizing, well, crap, Fabri has a stake in our company. Yes. That's not going to bode well for us. Right. Kind of sucks. Um, And let's see. Let's just keep talking about dinner and then we can talk about the other stuff okay uh dinner ends at one point mm-hmm. uh max leaves because he's got an early call with japan in the morning yeah and so now that it's just jada and john and M, jada's kind of like hey i'm concerned because does fabry still have shares like she realized the same thing yeah and john's like yes but i can't lie to mr mckinnon like it's not ethical. I'm yeah. going to talk to Fabri. I'm going to do whatever I can to get those shares back so yeah. that he has nothing to do with our company so that I can take this job with Red Mode, you know, um, with a clear conscience. Yes. Because John is honorable. Yes. So then Jada's like, oh, are you guys going to stay much longer? And Sonam's like, yep. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. And then Jada leaves in a huff, mm-hmm. kisses John, and then ignores Sonam as she yes. leaves because she's a jerk. Because she's just a freaking jerk. Yeah. Um. So that happens. Meanwhile, meanwhile, yes, the most I put the most anger and cringe-inducing moment, yeah, of the episode, maybe of the last several episodes, yeah, happens in the car with Osman and Lily. Yeah, so I did screenshot. Did this. you? Yeah, I figured you would. I just yeah, I said it's just Ashley will read it, but it's just this cringy plea from Osman. I said, it hurts my heart because he's so much better than this. And Osley is clearly intent on ruining him. Yeah. So he says, I'm in love with you. I told you about my feelings before then. You know it. But I couldn't stand strong with my love. When I think about it, I guess I couldn't find myself worthy of you. And she's kind of trying to interrupt him. Mm-hmm. And she says, of course not, Osman, please. And he says, no, no, I changed. My thoughts have changed. The only thing that hasn't changed is my love for you. Layla, when I was afraid to look into your eyes, I can't stand seeing men like Emre to make you feel upset. Okay, fair enough. He doesn't want her to be upset. Right. But now I'm not too shy to tell you that my about my feelings. He says, all I want from you is a chance. I'm not expecting you to love me like I love you. Rip my freaking heart out. I know. I mean, I'm not even sure if that's possible, but just a chance. I want to hold your hand and be in your life, Layla, and to show you how happy I can make you feel. And Layla looks miserable, and she's trying to interrupt him again. And he says, don't answer it now. Just think about it a little and try to see me in a different way. (sighs) So at this point, again, like I said, it's the beginning of the end. Uh-huh. It's de- defacement oh, yeah. of his character. And we were all screaming at the TV. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Well, 
Because I'm sorry, him becoming stronger does not equate him taking whatever scraps she's willing to feed no. him. That is not him being a strong man. No, it's not. He was strong when he said, look, this is how I felt about you for a long time, but I'm willing to let you go so that you can be happy. Right. And so that I can be happy too. Exactly. That was him being strong. Yes. I totally agree. And I don't know what the whole thing with this was. I, well, the, I'm. it's like it makes me wonder like – because, I mean, I'm sure people were already attacking Osley at this point. Like, what are you doing to the show? Part of me is like, was this just like your middle fingers to all of us? Maybe. Like, like oh, you hate me now. Well, I guess I'm going to embrace I'm gonna the hate. I'm going to ruin one of your most beloved characters. Yeah. And have him begging for nothing. Any tiny little well, right. of loveless relationship right. from like, Layla. I hate, and it's like, ugh, I hate that I can even group him in the same as this. But it makes him no better than Jada. Yeah. Like, jada going after a man who clearly has no interest in her and she's gonna sh- somehow try to trick him into being with her yeah well he's not trying to trick her he's just being straight up honest but he's willing to take the nothing she has to offer him yeah just so he can have her mm-hmm. like and it's just so oh yeah like well mm. and it just bothers me because clearly i'm like having a hard time figuring out my thoughts on mm-hmm. this or uh putting it into words but something like that a relationship like that yeah it's just you don't you don't have to do that osman Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah you don't have to ask for whatever scraps she's willing yeah to give you and you really think you're going to be happy with a relationship like that and that's the thing like because okay you say that but first of all any person with half a heart doesn't want to be the person who's giving someone just scraps. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you because you're going to wind up feeling guilty. Yeah. That you can't give them anymore. Yep. And they're probably going to eventually resent you for not giving them more. Yes. Like, it's just, there's no good outcome for this. Yep. There's no good outcome. Yeah. Either way, in the end... One or both of them are going to end up miserable. Right. And who knows who would end up finally making the break between the relationship. Right. To finally kind of say, um, this isn't making either of us happy. Yeah. We're both miserable yep. and we both deserve happiness. Yeah. So why don't we just stop this and yeah. move on? Yep. And the fact that she kind of ruins his self-respect to have yeah. him saying something like this to her. Yeah is awful yep and she should have nipped it right when he said it not it's getting late i should go home she should have said i don't need to take the time to think about it you'll always be my friend yes but that's all you'll ever be right and i'm not comfortable only giving you a tiny sliver of myself because you deserve more than yes yeah yep so she could have nipped it right then. And he, she obviously still has feelings for Emre. And yep, and she There's no way yep. that he can't see that. Right. He's seen the way that she acts around yes. him and the way that she's affected by him. Right. And again, actual real not this whatever version of Osman mm-hmm. would have the self-respect to not do that right. and to kind of leave her to her right. own devices and say she's hung up on this guy. Uh-huh. I'm not putting myself out there for her when clearly she doesn't care about me absolutely absolutely so 
whatever. So then we kind of covered dinner for the most part, but everything's about to hit the fan. Yep. Because Aisun walks up to Niha uh, and inserts herself where she does not belong. There's so her. many things about this that are so jacked up. First of all, like, I know. Who the heck are you? I'm just sitting here imagining. Okay, if I knew you were keeping a secret from Eric, I cannot picture a situation where I go approach your husband. Yeah. And be like, hey, look at this. Uh Uh-huh. Now, depending on what it is, I might, as your friend who loves you, say, you better tell him or in three days I'm going to. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. To give you the opportunity to come clean to your husband. And to do the right thing. And to do the right thing. Yeah. To say, I'm not comfortable knowing this with your husband being in the dark. Yeah. So – Please go tell him. Otherwise, I will. Yes. But just to uh, just to do this ugly thing where it's like, oh, I know this thing and I know Ashley hasn't told him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up at his work and be like, look at this, Eric. Uh-huh. Like, Congratulations. It's so gross. On your daughter getting married. Yes. It's yeah. so gross. Yep. She's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. Because she – it's like she has no regard. She knows she's – like, she has to know this is going to hurt and embarrass Nihat. She's not just getting back at Mevkabe. Right. She's hurting and embarrassing him, too. Yeah. The whole family, really. She's yep. messing with their entire family yep. by doing this. And she's messing with their reputation in the neighborhood because uh-huh. of it. So. So I said he's mad and rightfully so. Yep. And he confronts Mevkabe mm-hmm. and then he leaves. And he lets her have it. And I don't feel that when she starts with the water work, uh-huh. up, I'm like, I don't even feel a tiny bit Neither bad for do you. I. He... I agree with yep. his anger 100%. And yeah, in the past, I haven't. I thought he's been petty about a lot of stuff right. and let things drag out for too long. But this, yep. absolutely not. Yep. He had every right to be as upset as he was to mm-hmm. say the things that he did and to be like, I'm taking a breather. See you later. Now you can just tell everyone, since you like to tell everyone else things before me, you can tell them all Nihat has left. Like, yeah. And he does. Yep. And she's just sobbing and, and it annoys me because then what does she do? She puts this on her daughter's shoulders. And she does it multiple times. Uh-huh. And she says it to their faces. Uh-huh. She says, it's your fault. You made me lie to my husband. Uh-huh. Excuse me. No. Nobody can make you do anything. Nope. And your daughters, yeah, sure, you covered for them. They didn't make you do that. No, they did not. If you valued your husband more than your kids, then you would have told yep. him the truth. And you would have said, maybe like you just said, Oh, you have three days to come clean to your father. Yep. Otherwise, I'm going to tell him. Right. Because I am not going to keep secrets from my husband. Exactly. Because unlike you, I uh, am it, have been in a marriage for this long and that's not how you keep that's one. That's not how things work. Uh-huh. I tell your father everything and this is going to be one of those things. And so you either do it yourself or or you can let me do it and right. I'll tell him. But so I – that really – really bothered no, me the fact that she, she kept bringing yep, it up too. and she calls you know she calls son m because john's like i have other plans for tonight they're about to go off to a surprise mm-hmm. and now son m has to go home because dad's left they got in a fight about you and me so already the fact that mevkabe put that on son m's shoulders yep son m has to come home and take care of her layla's doing the same thing when she realizes that her mom's upset yeah and you know they're tying that whole cloth thing around her head and rubbing her with the cologne and all that and it's like, you have nobody to blame but yourself, yeah. Mevkabe. And yeah, the whole guilting her kid. Oh, man. It just yeah, makes me she so says, mad. Yeah, she says, this was because of you both. Because Sanem says, oh, it was my fault, something to that effect. Right. And she says, no, it wasn't. It was because of both of you. And that really, really upset me. And then I wrote, I guess lying is a family trait. Yep. Because mm-hmm. 
you know, Sanem's been keeping these secrets and Mevkabe's acting all mad. Oh, it's late and she, where, where even is she? Mm-hmm. And it's like, sorry, yeah. you have been doing the exact same yeah. thing to you've, your own husband. Yeah, you've set quite the example. No wonder, like, no, no wonder they wonder. have to sneak around uh-huh. and they don't feel like they can come to you guys with anything. Yeah. If they felt like they weren't going to be chastised like 12 year olds Mm -hmm. then maybe they would come to you and tell you the truth about stuff exactly but she's like you had to fall in love with your bosses and made me lie to my husband no no they didn't make you do anything nope you could have told him yeah multiple times you're a grown-up yep oh anyhow yeah so then poor stress out John tells Emery about the dinner drama and he's going to have to go talk to Fabri and do what he can to get the shares back. Yes. And what does Emery do? He calls Eileen and says he needs to meet because for whatever reason, this moron thinks that she's somehow going to be of help. And again, we see the difference between the brothers. Uh-huh. John cannot let this go. Mm-hmm. He needs to talk to Fabri to try to get this dealt with. Because, because he wants to be above reproach. Yep. yep. And he says once again that it would be it's an ethical dilemma that mm-hmm. he would feel bad about not telling McKinnon about this connection with Fabry. Right. And Emre basically says, but brother, we could lose this account. Basically encouraging him to just lie about uh-huh. it. So again, the difference between brothers. Yep. And then we get a little sneak of a little sneak peek of what John's plans probably were for the yes. night. Because he sits down and he pulls this ring box mm-hmm. out of his uh, jacket pocket. Yeah. We don't see the ring, but it's clearly a ring box. So it's like, oh my gosh, he was going to propose. But that got interrupted. Yeah. Um, we realize Nihat's just sleeping at the grocery store. Yeah. And then the sisters kind of chat about all the Osman Emre stuff that went down. Yeah. And... You know, even Sanem's like, well, I wish you did feel for Osman what you feel for Emery, but you don't. Right. So she's not exactly encouraging her to, like, pursue what Osman proposed. No. She's like, I wish you felt that because Osman's great, but you don't. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, oh, what do you know? Eileen and Emery meet. And she's cackling like a hen at this situation mm-hmm. because of course she is. Yeah. What else did you expect? Well, and she even tells him, sorry, but why would I worry about this right. agency that I'm not even allowed to walk into? Right. Who I've been and he's planning the all di- mad. Yeah. Like, I've been don't planning- you even care about the, the what's going to happen to the agency? No. It's like, no. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no because like, no you dummy <laughs> um i've been planning its demise since day one but exactly. sure i care what happens to yeah, it yeah okay the second your dad kicked me out of that company i've wanted to destroy yeah. it but sure emre yeah i really care about it and then after her saying all of this he still trusts her when she's like well i'll talk to fabry for oh you and gosh. he's like thank you let me know how it goes what is wrong with you yeah. she uh, he's the dummiest dummy in the whole land he is yeah yeah he's he's the president he's a, of he's a damn dummy guess, island as my, as my husband and i like to yeah. say <laughs> it was just like what in the uh, uh-huh he's the president of the idiot club he really is the, he's a village idiot he is a village idiot <laughs> so eileen meets up with fabry mm-hmm. and hatches whatever her next plan right. is we know they're gonna hatch some sort of plot yes of course Sunem, that's what she does Sunem realizes nihat can't be far because he didn't bring his shoes so mm-hmm. she of course finds him at the bacall brings him his shoes tries to explain and apologize but basically nihat's just too hurt and embarrassed yeah. to deal with it right now yep. and honestly i don't blame him yeah so Sunem's back home that's that yeah. I wrote John and Hunter Green when he shows up for breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. with Emery. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, he's headed to see Fabri. Yeah. Eileen's there. No good can come of this. Yeah. So she tells Emre mm-hmm. that Fabri will give back the shares for 800000 But then John shows up mm-hmm. and what's the price? It's on them cents. Yeah, of and course. So he says, There's no dollar value to these shares. Yeah. I the only reason I even bought them to begin with was so that I could have Sonem sent. Yeah. Which I still want. Yep. And, and then he uses it as an opportunity to bait John. Yes. Which it's like, oh, I mean, part of me is like, man, I I don't blame I, I don't know. condone violence, but at the same time, <laughs> this dude knew what buttons he was pushing. At the same time, I was very happy when John punched oh, him. Me too. Well, <laughs> I mean, just the fact that he's like, well, you can keep Sonem for, for now. now. <laughs> like, have you looked in a mirror, dude? There's this great somebody. Maybe it was me, or maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Somebody caught mm-hmm. John's face right after he shoves him, mm-hmm. and when he's coming after him to punch him, uh-huh. and John looks so ruthless. It's amazing. Oh, and try to we'll find it to, so we can post it. Yes, I have it on my phone somewhere. Okay, yeah. But it's so good. He's he just looks like he's about to throw down. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because it's like he knew exactly, and even John says later on, like, he knew exactly what buttons to push uh-huh. to get me going. So, yeah. of course, I punched him. He's lucky I only punched him once. Yeah. And then Emery's like, what did you do, brother? And it's like, okay, you moron. Um, like, hey, you had nothing to do yeah, with this. Hey, idiot. Don't act like it's all John's yeah, fault. The only reason he still has these shares is because of a plan you hatched yeah. with your psycho ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Who you still somehow trust to fix this situation. Yeah. Like, also, I thought it was so funny and ridiculous that Eileen is like, let me feel your, let me see if your nose is broken. No, it's not broken. I know. <laughs> like, okay, also like you're a kind nurse? of medical professional. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, Fabri Jim, it's not broken. Oh, She okay. touches it in one little spot. Yeah. Let me see. No, it's not broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Yeah angry john they're all in the office so he well, decides he's gonna well go ahead no and then sanem is trying to yeah convince him she's she tells john just let him yeah, yeah just they're, let they're me in john's office him. after yeah. the whole ordeal and then he kind of snaps at her and he yeah. says sanem like basically no i'm never giving him right your scent right so Yep. Well, and he says, like, listen, don't push my buttons. I'm really upset right now yeah. and I don't want to be harsh, but this is not even up for debate. Right. And, you know, because really she didn't want to give this over to him to begin with, which right. is what started all of this. He didn't want her doing something she didn't want to do just on his behalf. Right. And now Fabri's still using that as the carrot. Yeah. At the end of the rope. And, you know, yeah, she's more willing now, but because she just wants this to be this drama to be over mm-hmm. and you know john's like no it's too precious this no we're not doing that yeah he's like i need fresh air i'm out of here yeah so he goes to leave son like i'll come with you yeah and as they're about to leave here comes the fuzz here comes the fuzz <laughs> because fabre is a little jerk yep and is pressing charges yep which was the whole plan to begin with yeah was to irritate him enough to get john to do something so that fabre has this too as yep. a bargaining chip yeah so yeah to charge him uh-huh yeah. so they come in and they tell john you got to come with us there's a plain complaint against you mm-hmm. and it's funny because right before it freeze frames for the end of the episode uh-huh there's like this like kind of smirk like john's like almost like oh yeah mm-hmm. i know his game like he knows what's going on yeah he like yeah 
Yeah. So not the best ending. No. Uh, it wasn't the ending I thought it was going to be, though, because I really thought they were going to break up at the end of this episode after I, that whole let's never be apart thing. <laughs> so so we'll have to see what happens mm-hmm. next week, how it all shakes down. Yes. Um, I but only yeah. remember there's like two scenes I can think of I remember from the next episode. So I think there's only one that I remember from next episode because it was like, no. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, and now we're officially just over. No, next week. Next week. Next week. We'll be halfway through. Halfway through. Yep. Man. Crazy. I know. Yeah. Anyhow, so, yeah, so we went over the question of the week already. What do you think the symbolism of the moonstones breaking was, if there was any? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, was it just, did they just write it in for nothing? Or was, is there symbolism? Who knows? Yeah. And um, what else? I don't think there's really much else other than we'll be back next week. And congratulations to the winners. Yes, of congratulations the to the five winners who we don't know yet at the time of recording, but we'll ha- know by the time you guys are listening. Yep. And yeah, maybe we'll have to do some future giveaways to see how well this one, see how well this one went, and maybe we can yeah plan a few more in the future. That would so, be awesome. Anyhow, we'll see you guys next week with uh volume twenty six. Yep, and find us on Dizzy for Dizzy uh podcast at gmail dot com. You can we are on Instagram and Twitter at Dizzy for Dizzy, and yeah, come hang out with us on social media, guys. That's right. All right, we'll see you next week. Go to shoot.